Sechte Babe Kame, Dafkuf Yud Dalad Amad Beis, page 114, side B. The Gemara concludes, the Kaim alone, and the conclusion of the Gemara is that what Rav meant, that a Ganav is considered like a Gazlan, according to Rav Shimon, and that both of them, Bistam, we say that the Bailin gave up hope. The owners gave up hope. Gufa. So Rabbi Omer, we learned before Rabbi says, Omer Ani Ganov ki Gazlan. I say that a Ganov is like a Gazlan. Iboyulu. So they had the question in the yeshiva. What did Rabbi mean when he said ki Ganov ki Gazlan? Is it Kigazlan, the Rabbonan Komar, like the Gazlan, the Rabbonan? Just like a Stam Gizela, according to the Chachomim. It's not Yush Bailin, we don't assume the, the owners gave up the same thing as by Stam Geneva, Veloikoni, and therefore he is not acquired it as long as we don't hear clearly that he gave up hope. Or maybe Kigazlan, the Rabshimen Komar, or maybe he's saying like the Gazlan, the just like a Stam Gizele, according to Reb Shimon, is considered Yush Bailim. The same thing is Stam Geneva. And therefore, Vikoni would be Koine, even if we didn't hear that he was Miyayish. Let's learn from our Braise. Let's bring a proof. It says, not If they took his donkey and they gave him another donkey, or the bandits take his garment, they gave him another garment. So he says they belong to him because the owner's giving up hope. Who is this town of the Mishnah that holds whether it's Genev and Gzele, the owners give up? If the Rabbonan that holds that Stam Genev, the Bailim, give up, but not Gzele. Kashi Gazlan. So then the question would be by a Gazlan. How come a Moiches who is a Gazlan? Why does the Mishnah say that the owners give up hope? And Irab Shimon, if it goes Rab Shimon who holds a Stam Gizela, is Yushbaim, but not Geneva, Kashi Ganev. So then how come also by Listim, which is a Ganev, the Mishnah says that the owners give up hope? So what? I Amrit Bishloima. Rabbi Kigazlan, the Rab Shimon Komar. We can understand if you shall say that when Rabbi said Kigazlan, he meant like Rabbi Shimon, that the owners give up hope by Ganav just like a Baganav, and he was going to be used. So then we can say, Mishnah goes like Rabbi. And that's why he's going to both by Muxin and both by Listim. That's a Ganav and a Gazlan, Amrit, If you're going to say that Kigazlan, Rabban, and Kaomar. That is like the guys in the Rabbana and the owners do not give up hope. And he wasn't coined there. So the question is, Homani, who is the town of our Mishnah that holds that whether it's Geneva or Gzela, there's Yush Bailim, Loi Rabbi, Vila Rabbi Shimon, Vila Rabbanon. It cannot go according to anybody. According to Rabbi, by both, there is not Yush. According to Rabbi Shimon and Chachomim, only one of them is Yush. And the Gemara answers, when the Mishnah said Listim, is talking about Listim Mizuin. It's not talking about a Ganeb. We're talking about. An armed robber who's considered a gazla. The Rabbi Shimon here in our Mishnah goes like Rabbi Shimon that only a gazela is considered used by the not Geneva. So we don't have a proof. What is the opinion of Rabbi? 
So then if list if a listim is also a gazlan, so it's the same thing as a gazlan. So why did the Mishnah have to write listim and also mechus? I think more answers to the gazlan, two types of gazlan. Toshma. So let's bring a proof from the Brice that we learned Haganova Gazlan Vaano Sekdeshun Hegdish. Side the Gazlan, side the Gazlan, the Anas who pays money and takes it away forcefully. Hagdeshun Hegdish, the Hegdish is a Hegde Rukoina, and therefore if they're Magdish or Trumos and Truma, the Truma is a Truma Sarisu Maisa. If they did one hegdesh truma meisres and something that they stole because the owners gave up hope it belongs to them. Trading more money. Who's this tana de brais? If it's according to rabbana kashi gazla. Why is the hegdesh? Because according to the rabbana, stam gzeilah lo have a huge bailim. So why would he be hegdesh? Why would it be truma meiser? If you go to kashi gana, because according to rabshima, stam gneva is not huge bailim. So, I am Red Bishloim, a Ganav Kigazan, the Rabshima Komar. If Rabbi said that Ganav is like other Rabshima, Mishamoki Koni, and that's why you're coin a Saya Ganav, a Saya Gazan by Yush, and that's why the Hegdish Hegdish. Ali, I am Red Ganav Kigazan, the Rabbonon, but if what Rabbi said, when Rabbi said that a Ganav is like Gazim and Rabbonon, it's not Yush, Hamari, who's the town of this Braisa? I think more answers, like before, that the Ganav is talking about Listim Azuin. Which is like a gazla, but Rabbi Shimani. It goes like Rabbi Shimon. So we don't really know what the opinion of Rabbi is. Why do we need the Hokhain of Gazlan? If the Gazlan is, 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 is a list in Mizuyin, so why would we need to say Ganav and Gazlan? The Gemara answers Trey Gavn and Gazlan. There's two types of Gazlan. There's one which is a list in Mizuyin and one not. Amalei Rabashi the Rabbe says Rabashi the Rabbe Toshma. Come and listen. I'll prove to you what Rabbi means. The master Rabbi the Shimon Bnei. The fact that Rabbi taught his son Shimon that this that it says in the Mishnah earlier that Hagoyz lo machilas that if he feeds his son he left before them what he is stolen they don't have to pay it back and if there was something which was a chrayis they do have to pay back. So he touched that loydova sheesh bachrayis mamish. It doesn't mean that he left them property, something which is a lien. Even if the father left him a cow and he uses it to plow, or a chamoyer mechamer achrov, or a donkey, and he follows the donkey, mechamer chayovin lachzir, they still have to give back. It's still because of the honor of the father, so that the people that see will not say that it's the stone by their father. So time, so it's mashma. They don't have to give back only because the honor of the father holav. But without the reason of kvedavim loy, they don't have to give back. So it has to be because they were kind of yush. So you see that Rebbe holds that some gzel is used by him because our Mishnah is talking about a gazla. Shmami no. So from there we know that the Rebbe gazlan Rebbe Shimon Komar. Rebbe says that a ganav is ka gazlan. He meant like the gazlan is like a gazlan of Reb Shimon, because he holds like Reb Shimon that gizela is used by him, as we explained. The Gemara says, Shmami no, Mistaka proof that Rabbi holds that whether it's Geneva or gizela, there is used by him. Further, we learned in the Mishnah, if there was a 
a bunch, a nechil of bees. So if the owners gave up hope, so then it belongs to him. What is the vechain? What's different is there between a nechil, between the bees, and something else that we say vechain? The Gemara ends with Gemara. Afil unichil shall divide in the king and the rabbanon who that the ownership of the uh, owners by a bees the 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 the, the, the of the bees is only acquisition of the rabbanon because they come from hefker they're ownerless salkadite chamino so it might enter your mind hi cave on the rabbanon since this. Bees, the group of bees that he has, it's only the Rabbanon acquired it to him because the they don't have a Torah Kenyan. So when it was lost, maybe we should be leaning and say, I feel the stomach. Even if we didn't hear Befaders that they gave up hope, we should assume that he was Miyash and it belongs to the one who finds them. Kamash Malon, so the Talad Mishnah teaches us that even by Nechil Shodvayim, in Nisyasha Bailim Ain. If we heard that they gave up hope, then that helps that the person gets to keep it. If not, it doesn't belong to him. Further, we learned in Mishnah, Rabbi Yechonah says, that a woman and a, and a cotton is belonging to say that the, this nechil of Devedim comes from this place. Are then a woman and a minor, can they testify? The Apostle Eidus, one end of Rabbi Huda Mashmul, says Rabbi Huda Mashmul, we're talking about the owners of the bees were chasing after them, and it is sort of uh, looks like the Glimladover, it looks like that they, it belongs to them. And then the woman and the minor were just telling us a story not in a way of testifying. So from this, the Nechil came out. So with regards to Nechil, the Chachome relied on the woman and the minor when they are Masich Lefitumam. When on top of that, we also have Raglaim Ledover. It's, 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 it's likely, it looks like it. Amar Abashi said, Rabashi, Ein Masich Lefitumam Kosher. The uh, person who is telling us the story innocently would only be okay. Normally he would be posseladus, but he's masich levituma. We allow him, his kosher, elaladus isha, only to the testimony for a woman that her husband died in order to permit it to marry somebody else, Bilvad. That only case we allow it because the chachamim were lenient so she doesn't remain an aguna tide. And the Masikh of Ituma isn't believed in other places. But here we have these bees, these group of bees, Masikh of Ituma. He is innocently telling, and we believe him, as the Gemara explained. So Ravash says, Shan Nikhil shall devote him. The Nikhil shall devote him is different than the Kenyan the Rabbonanhu. Uh, over there, the whole acquisition, the first place is only by the owner, is only with Rabbonan, because it's really not theft over there, it's only Dark Sholem. And that's why Masih Lefitume is kosher. Fred but in laws of the Torah, Masih Lefitume is not believed. 
Once happened, the person who was saying, telling us innocently, I remember when I was a child, I was riding on my father's shoulders, they took me out of school, and they removed my shirt with and they immersed me in the mikveh in order to eat in the evening. Rochanin, the Messiah, and Rochanin concluded in this story, Hachi, that he further tells the Chaveiroi b'deili mimeni, and my friends would separate themselves so they should not defile my truma. They called me Yochlan who eats chalas, and Velu Rabbi Lekuna, and Shmuel concludes that that person was elevated, and the Rebbe made him to akoyin to eat truma, and he should. Alpiv, based on the testimony of this person saying that when he was a child, as, and that is Masih So we see that a Masih is kosher, even with regards to Truma of the Torah. The one answers, he only allowed him to eat with Truma the Rabbanam, not Truma the Raisa. Fregdi Gemara, Vakati the Raisa Loi, is still, by the Raisa, is not allowed a Masih Okay. Oh, so Rab Dimi, when Rab Dimi came from Israel to Babel, oh, my Rab Chana Kartigno, he said in the name of Rab Chana Kartigno, but other people say that Rab Acho Kartigno himself, Mishtoi, told the story that my Sabal if the Rabbi Shuban Levi, there was a story that came in front of Rabbi Shuban Levi, but Amri Le and other people say my Sabal if the Rabbi. A story came in from Rebbe Betin, There was a child who was innocently telling a story of Omar. Me and my mother were captured amongst the nation and amongst the Goyim. And all the time that we were in captivity, I was watching my mother make sure that they did not defile her. If I went out to draw water, I had my mind and my mother. I went out little kid ate him to collect wood. I had my mind on my mother. And Rabbi married her based on his testimony to the Kohuna that she in with the assumption that she has not had intimacy while she was in captivity, even if she though she did if she did had. Should be a zoyna, should be permitted, prohibited to marry to the Kayan. In so here we see that Amasech Levitumai is kosher also for Isuri Torah. And the more answers, Bishvu Yohei Kelu, by a one in captivity, they were lenient because it's only a Sophic whether she was Nivel Tavikhovit. So, Min Hadin. Strictly, we should place her on the Cheskas Kashrus. But the Chachomim asked her for Kuna even Mesophic. So, therefore, they were makled by Masech Lefitua. Further, we learned in the Mishnah, don't cut down uh, the Seicha uh, the in order to capture the, uh, the, the, the bees, in order have in mind, you're going to cut down the the soicha, but you're going to pay him for it. So, the son of Yechavarekh, the Mishnah says, says you can also cut and give him the money. Tanya, we learned the Braise, Rabbi Shmuel, Benoisha, Rabbi Yechav, Bebrekha, Emer. Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Yechavarekh, he says, tonight, Bezdin, who, this has been a condition of Bezdin, instituted by the Bezdin, 
that the owner of the beast can descend into the field of his friend, in which the beast entered, he can cut off the hut, the sukkah of his shalchavere, that they sat down, in order to save his beast. Because if you take them one by one, they're all going to run away. And then the owner of the field will take the money for the hut that was cut from amongst the B groups of his friend. And another condition of Bezdin, when two people are going on the road, one is going with a barrel of wine and one is going with a barrel of honey, and the barrel of honey split so that the owner of the wine should pour his wine out and he will save the honey of his friend into his barrel because the honey is very more expensive and the owner of the wine will get the money for his wine from the honey that his friend has that he saved. So he'll get paid for his wine that he had to spill out. Tonight, Bezdin, who, and there's a further tonight, Bezdin, Bezdin condition that when two people are going on the road, one's, cat, one's donkey is loaded with flax and one is loaded with wood, and the donkey that is loaded with flax died, she, hey, Mephatikis ate so the owner of the wood should unload his wood from the donkey and he will load on his donkey the flax of his friend and the owner of the wood will take the payment for the wood that he lost from the flax of his friend and the reason and all this on this condition that people should not be particular to one another Yeshua Yeshua inherited the in the land. Next Mishnah. One who recognized some of his vessels or his books, somebody else's hand, and he argues it was stolen from him. He never gave up hope. And there is a noise in the city uh, that the one... Uh, he says he's told people heard about him that he had a he had a robbery he had a theft and the one who is holding on to them he says that he bought him in the street he doesn't know if the one who sold him to him stole it from the owners or maybe he bought it from him the din is because there is a noise that in the city we assume that they were actually stolen from him, and therefore the buyer has to return the owner, the object to the owners. But the Chachamim instituted that the owners should pay the buyer the money that he paid for the object. And when they find the Ganev, they will go back uh, to him. And therefore, Yeshova loy lekeach kamanosan. So the buyer swears how much he paid to the Ghanan for the object. And he'll take that from the owner, but he has to give it back the object, but he'll take the money for it from the owners. But if there is no noise in the city 
that was that it was stolen. He's not have the power to take out the object from the one who holds on to it with an argument that it was stolen. Shani Oimer, because I would say maybe that person maybe he sold it to somebody else. They weren't stolen when he purchased it properly. And now the owner changed his mind for the sale. And then when he heard that the one that bought it sold it to somebody else, they're coming with a false argument that that object was stolen from him. That's the Mishnah will do the Gemara. Why do we pay attention that there's a sound, there's a name, that there was a theft in this city? Why don't we worry? Maybe he sold his vessels and they weren't stolen from him. And he's the one that put out this uh, this noise that it was stolen from him because he reject he retracted for sale. The Gemara says, "Answer the Gemara." Answer We're not talking about just a voice went out, but people came as guests and sleep in his house. And he stood up and he protested and screaming in the middle of the night, My vessel was stolen. How is that a proof? Maybe perhaps he found an excuse to make a protest in the middle of the night so they should believe his words that his vessels were stolen. And the Gemara says, yeah, the Rav did actually not conclude what he meant, but Rav Kahana made the Rav. Rav Kahana concludes the name of Rav that the Mishnah is talking about that the people came into his house. We see there was a digging that was dug inside his house. And the people that slept in his house, they came out with bags of vessels on their shoulders. Everybody was saying that this one's vessels were stolen. Maybe there were only vessels and not svarim. So, how does the Mishnah say that he's also believed to say, well, it's my books in somebody else's hand that his svarim were stolen? They say, everybody's saying Svarim. They were also Svarim. Maybe the voice came out for uh, small uh, Kalim, uh, and a small Svarim. But he's to, to, demanding from the one holding on, large Kalim. And there is no voice about them. They say, safer plane to plane. That those people took out at night time from his house. Maybe they took out old books and he's demanding from the one who holds on new ones. And there's no voice on them. The more answers that Rav. Rav explained the Mishnah, they were saying, at the time that those people went out that slept in the house with their bag on their shoulders, so the people were saying, Hello, Luke, Kalov, Shel, Pliny, 
these are the new vessels of this individual, Halolu Svarov, Shalplenid, New Svarim. So, turns out that the Gemara's conclusion is that if a person recognizes his vessels in somebody else's Rishos, uh, he cannot take it out from him only in a way in which the voice that came out because of the uh, digging that was found in his house and that the voice says that it was actually Kalim that he found them now in his hand, the one old things. Did then Rab say so that the Ganav who comes in a Machteres, you have to bring back the Ganeva, and if he sells it to somebody else, the buyer has to give it to the owner of Omar Rab. But Rab says in the Gemara, if a person, a Ganav, comes to steal and digs to, into the house of his house, and he took Kalim, and he came out with him, he doesn't have to give him back. My timer. Well, the reason is because he bought it with the blood of his soul because when he was taking them, he was allowed to be killed then because he came on the intention to kill the owner and the Balabais could have killed him because of a person would not be for one act, both Misa and Momen, but he is exempt from the punishment of moment through the punishment of Misa. So since if the vessels were in his hand, he wouldn't have to give them back, so because he, his life was at stake, then he could have killed him, the owner. So he owns them for the Caleb. So when he sells it to somebody else, how come the buyer has to return them back to the owners? The Gazlam was already coined. And then the Gemara answers, Honimili de Kaninhu. When does Rav say that he Acquires the gzel doesn't have to be doesn't have to return it. The bobe machteres that when he comes in the mikorah also nafshul tolo. In the beginning, when he entered the house, he was already at that point he was allowed to be killed. Abel honey, but these people beginning they came in there as guests. It's only when they went out at nighttime they made this. Uh, they dug. To steal, they did not allow themselves to be killed. Their blood has not been uh, permitted to Misa. They don't acquire the Gizela, they have to return it. And therefore, also, the buyer has to, is obligated to return it. Omarova says, Rova Leishonu. When do we say that they need to say specifically, these are the vessels of the individual, these are his for him? Only a Balabais who has sometimes a need is made, he will sell his vessels. So since we worry maybe he sold his Caleb and his farm, they weren't in stone at all, he cannot take it out from the buyer only if there is a very clear voice that they are his Caleb and his Svarim. But if it's a Balabais who is not destined. He's not going to sell his vessels at all. 